Hello and welcome to Cybersecurity Business. I'm your host, Kevin Poucher, COO of KLogix. In our podcast, we interview CISOs and other security leaders to hear their advice on the business of information security. This podcast gives our listeners actionable takeaways to help them increase the effectiveness of their security program. Today, I'm here with Kevin West, uh, the CEO of KLogix. Kevin, say hello. Hello. So today we wanted to take some time to discuss our Feats of Strength magazine that Keylogix produces, which at this point has a circulation electronically of uh, approximately 6,000 people. So Kevin, uh, why don't we kick it off with sharing a little bit more information uh, to the audience regarding Feats of Strength, kind of what it is, when it was started, give a little bit of history. Sure. So uh, Feet to Strength is a business-focused cybersecurity magazine, and we started it back in 2014 in this conference room that we're sitting in right now, and uh, the genesis wasn't necessarily to start a magazine. It was to understand what a CISO is, uh, because at the time we were running into a lot of CISOs, but not really sure how to market or uh, talk with them uh, because there were so few in the market. So uh, we did a Google search, if you remember, and uh, we mm-hmm. came up with two names. Mm-hmm. You imagine doing a search on you know top CEOs or CFOs in business, and their mm-hmm. O's would go on forever. Mm-hmm. But CISOs, there were two, J.R. Regan and Jim Roth. And so we said, how in the world can we get to know Uh, the ins and outs of a CISO and what they're trying to accomplish if we really can't find them. Right. So uh, we took Feats of Strength as a way to uh, get into the mind of a CISO and interview them, not based on the fears and doubts that were going on maybe in their position, but what were they doing within their organization that was promoting positive, confident policies and programs around cybersecurity and having cyber be closer to the business decision makers that were running and driving the business overall. And to date, we've interviewed, I would say, about 150 CISOs, uh, ranging from the CISO of United Airlines, Twitter, PayPal, the CISO of LinkedIn, Aetna. We even um, profiled the former CIO of the White House. And throughout these interviews, we extract lots of data and we extract industry trends, right? We use these trends to benefit ourselves, to benefit K-Logics, right, to help with our strategic direction. But we also uh, share these trends and this data with the community at large as a form of uh, intelligence. So I thought maybe we could talk about, from your perspective, what do you think some of the more meaningful trends that we've um, extracted from these interviews are? Well, let's not forget the two people we found in Google, J.R. Regan and Jim Roth, we profiled them as well. Mm-hmm. They were part of our first. So uh, we saw and we, we we conquered really and we learned a lot from them and all the CISOs that we've uh, profiled at this point. And I think in terms of what we've learned and what we continue to learn, they really f- uh, fit into two different categories. Uh, we learn the uh, and understand the strategic direction that CISOs are trying to take with their security programs. And then we learn some of the tactical challenges that they face that are preventing them from achieving the goals that they're looking to accomplish. And a lot of that is wrapped around maturing the CISO mindset 
that is rooted in technology or program-related ideology and get that into a methodology that's really associated with boardroom logic. Uh, they're business people that are their bosses. Uh, man or woman, CISOs, have to think in terms of straightforward, result-driven uh, solutions and getting a, a CEO, a COO, and, and a CIO engaged at wanting to understand what is the importance of cyber and why does it need investment. Uh, and so that mindset of taking a, you know, a CISO that may have been rooted in a data center and get mm -hmm. them into a boardroom mentality is something that we're learning a lot. And over the period of 2014 to today, we have seen that maturity and they're earning the right to continue to gain visibility within uh, their organization. Mm -hmm. But they also face a lot of tactical challenges with a lack of, and I know everyone probably listening to this broadcast is sick of hearing this, and, and I am too, but a lack of talent uh, prevents a CISO from achieving their strategic goals. If you don't have enough people to do it, then uh, do it, meaning all the things necessary to mature and reduce risk over time. If you don't have the talent to, to help, then how are you going to achieve those goals? Um, so... The, those are some of the things, Re hiring, uh, retaining people, and then transforming your program uh, and retooling your people to move security into the 21st century uh, where a program originally may be rooted more in the, in, in the way of uh, 20th century thinking. So let's talk about the most uh, recent issue of Feats of Strength. <clears throat> so the theme of our most recent issue is reducing complexity. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I know this is something you feel pretty passionate about because I hear you talk about it every day. So um, let's talk about what reducing complexity means and how we tackle this in the latest issue. Okay, so I believe, and it's the opinion of mine that comes from these interviews in uh, really our director of marketing, Katie Hogue, that has sat and talked to a lot of these CISOs and reading some of these transcripts Complexity is preventing progress. In a nutshell, business has transformed the way it operates at a very accelerated pace. Think of all the components of business that is used to be in a data center developing their own application, custom application and custom traditional processes have now been outsourced to companies like Salesforce and Microsoft and AWS and Azure. That is transition to take advantage of processing and transforming an organization to be more productive and more profitable. Security is not keeping pace. And if security doesn't keep pace, it's not like business is going to wait for them to catch up. It's going to accelerate and continue to transform. And so one of the things that CISOs are doing is looking at their programs to understand how do I better align my program to transform with where the business is going? How can I simplify the components of my security program to better align with the things that are going on from a business standpoint? So simplify means 
reducing complexity and waste. And one of the components of that is holding on to the past, past investments, past uh, network uh, components that are supporting traditional ways of security as opposed to aligning with how security needs to be performed, whether it's uh, you know, focusing more on the endpoint, getting away from perimeter security type logic. It's, it's progressing with where business is going, not holding on to where security has been. And so in reducing complexity, it means freeing up your people's time and resources spent on supporting technologies that may not be really earning the right or doing anything from a security maturity standpoint retooling your people that are focusing on technologies that may be taking up a lot of resource and time and having them really focus on the type of practitioners they want to be as opposed to looking or supporting technologies that you know are taking their time and preventing them from progressing and uh, allowing them to do that uh, allows better retention, focusing on where you want your program to be, educating your practitioners to be closer to the business, and accelerating your time to value in a justified way to help reduce risk over time. And, and that's a similar approach that we've heard from multiple people that we interviewed in this issue. Uh, you know, Deb Briggs, the CSO of NetScout, uh, when we asked her how she reduces complexity, she conducts annual reviews of all her existing investments in her program every year before investing in new technologies. She wants to understand what specific tools she has, what the function of those tools are, what what certain what the data that she gets from those tools and how they improve her business. Also, we interviewed uh, Pablo Molina, who's the CISO of Drexel University. He instituted a vendor assessment program to help reduce complexity where they only select specific vendors that are secure, meaning they have both security and privacy by design. And John Heisman, he was, I guess, another CISO we interviewed. He's the CISO from from Chegg. And his strategy is he speaks with VC companies, with venture capital companies, and specifically asks for references from any security product that he's interested in purchasing. So I think those are all kind of three very interesting approaches, all dovetail with uh, what you described. And a few minutes ago, I spoke about how we gather some of these trends uh, and then these trends correlate to the K-Logic's service offerings, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and they correlate to how our strategy molds moving forward. So I thought it would be interesting for you to talk about reducing complexity on how that trend uh, correlates to K-Logic service offerings. Sure. So back in 2014, we didn't really know that these trends were going to have such a heavy uh, influence on our organization. But if you think about it um, today, our trends are our roadmap on where we're going as a business. And that roadmap is created by the 150 or so CISOs and CIOs that we have interviewed to date. So we're not trying to catch lightning in a bottle with where to take our business, our methodologies, or service offerings. We are doing it based on the trends that we're collecting, based on the interviews and discussions that we're having 
with security leaders that are trying to drive security maturity in their business. And all we have to do is have big ears and listen and take that information, compare it to what others have said, and find the commonality in problem and correlate that to the strategic goals that CISOs continue to, uh, to mold and mature. And so some of the service offerings, like our security investment assessment, was born out of these discussions and interviews. And a security investment assessment is basically looking at, with a critical eye of every investment that a security organization has and understanding how operationally mature is it? How does it correlate to risk? And is it achieving that risk reduction? Is there redundancy in operational procedures? What are you doing with the output? And if it's not earning the right, if you're not expanding the capabilities and your people aren't utilizing that tool, then it's in jeopardy, as right. it should be. And the value of a subscription model, like most security products are today, is that you can drop it if you don't need it. And it's not like you're dropping it to leave or eliminate that budget, but you're allowed to pivot that investment into areas where also the security investment draws out, is where are some weaknesses or underinvestment within your program, and how can mm -hmm. you divert that investment where you may be overinvesting in a product that hasn't earned the right, and take that dollars as opposed to going and asking your CFO for new money, just reappropriate that money to areas where you can justify investment as needed. So that's one example of a value of uh, 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 offering that came out of these uh, trends, our security investment assessment. Another one is uh, if you haven't identified a uh, key risk, like many organizations do identify, how do you approach the market? Back in 2000, 2001, when we started uh, K-Logix, there was maybe 10 mm. security companies that called themselves a cybersecurity company uh, that we had to get to know and, and work with. Now there's over 3,000. How do you approach the crowded and noisy marketplace, no matter what segment of information security that you go and, and try to find a solution to remediate that risk, how do you approach that market? No longer you can rely on, hey, I know a person, so because I know them, then they must have a solution or represent a solution that's going to solve my problem. That, that doesn't work. It doesn't matter who you know. What's important to understand is what are the business and technical uh, uh, items that are necessary to understand uh, that correlate to that risk and how do I approach the market in an agnostic way with my list of goals and requirements that are important to me and make those manufacturers accommodate your requirements as opposed to you, the, uh, the, the company with the risk, accommodating you know, a, a sales methodology that's existing within a, an organization. So our, we have a, a service, a methodology called Project Advisory that helps companies walk through a repeatable methodology that we developed that's agnostic, rooted in business and technical requirements, correlated to outcomes that are uh, correlated to the risk, and really change the rule of engagement of how to approach that crowded security landscape and accelerate your time to val uh, value to decrease the uh, uh, risk, remediate the risk, hopefully, uh, in, in a justified way. And, and that's another offering that we have that was rooted directly from the, 
uh, Feats of Strength magazine and the trends that we've collected. Great. Super insightful, Kev, as usual. Thanks for sharing, and, and thanks to the audience uh, for listening. You can certainly learn, learn more about some of the services Kevin mentioned, uh, as well as read the entire latest issue of Feats of Strength at KlogicSecurity.com and click on Feats of Strength. Uh, you can also hear this podcast as well as other podcasts right from our website, KlogicSecurity.com forward slash podcast. Mm-hmm.